Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and then but we It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B, back for episode 19, one and nine for that one nine. Yes, with my right hand hitter, y'all know none other than the motherfucking, now I got it right, y'all, I'm saying it just <laughs> like a P by the motherfucking goddess. Thank you. My right hand M's. Hey, guys. What's going on, guys? We are consistent this week, okay? <laughs> Two pats on the back for Bianca and Amber for coming at y'all on time uh, with another episode right behind the episode that we just did. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm really trying to change my ways. I already am. But in all honesty, consistency is key. So I'm glad that we're back in action. <laughs> What's going on, Ams? Well, um, I guess since you decided that you didn't need to self-quarantine, I decided to come over and visit. Yes. So, We're together. Boom, God. Bianca is a bad influence because... No workout. No, I did not. <laughs> listen, I'm supposed to be working out. I'm supposed to be doing this 28-day challenge. This is the second day I'm seeing Bianca, and I have not worked out. And then she's been just filling up my wine glass. Yeah, like I'm looking at it right now. Amber has us drinking out of these exclusive. I don't know if y'all saw the videos before the podcast. We're getting better at putting out visuals of us because people are asking us to go live and everything all the time. So we're getting there. I'm trying to give it to y'all. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm getting there. But Amber got us drinking out of these exclusive as um, wine glasses that are literally shaped like a woman. Like hips, ass titties all of that and what's crazy about it is we have like a little bit of like frozen strawberries in the glass so mine are literally sitting like butt cheeks yeah it's literally (laughs) they are they're literally butt cheeks sitting in the glass right now hold on let me taste it she's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) she is gross literally y'all i have been spilling wine all Day. I I'm just not understanding. I'm not understanding. Bianca is so clumsy. Like she is tearing up this nice couch for no reason. And then she got the audacity to love red wine. I she know. already messed up my stairs at home. My carpet is fucked up. I mean, I had to buy a carpet cleaner because it was that I bad. I feel like, like you should come and clean my carpet. I might have to, you know, oblige you and do that because, <laughs> meaning Melissa, uh, because. I literally have been spilling wine all day, and it's not even that I'm tipsy or anything like that. It's just I'm clumsy AF, and that's okay. Capitalize AF. Exactly. So, uh, while we've been in between um, podcast episodes, we went bowling with the family, which was really fun, and... You know, I know it's still COVID and everything, but everybody's just so restless and we had to get out and it was such a good time. It was um, our family and also a lot of my girlfriend and I, our football family, um, some of them came out too. 
And it was a good time. And I just want to say I beat Bianca because she talked all this trash, y'all. She thought she was going to beat me because my nails is long. If you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, you know I keep my nails long. And this heifer came out talking trash. I really did. Trying to bet money. You didn't even give me my $10. I know. I bet $10 and everything. This bitch with the whole Cruella fiery ass nails dropping this damn ball down it was luck that was Girl, luck it was no damn luck and then listen y'all know my knee is still tore from the banana boat from our master nut and tri- was it master nut no uh, it wasn't Myrtle Beach Myrtle Beach trip my knee is still messed up I ain't have no knee brace on that was beginner's luck you hear the clap I still whoop your ass <laughs> beginner's luck I'd say oh, full of it <laughs> we used to be so competitive when we were kids like you know, bowling is something like a pastime that you do with the family that's just, you know, a lot of fun and, you know, all that. But our dad is so competitive. Like, he p- played on a league. So, he would have, like, wrist guards when you were a kid. Like, tell you how to stand, how to throw your ball, that you're throwing your ball across your body. Yeah, and pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you would come home from bowling with dad and literally your wrist would hurt from correcting yourself, trying to, like... Be a professional. I still can't swing my leg back behind me like the PBA. Yeah. I mean, it looks really good, but in theory, mm-mm. And then now we're older, so we're like drinking at the bowling alley. So at this point, we're drunk bowling. <laughs> yeah, because the bowl, it progressively got worse it through the evening. It, it was bad, but it was definitely fun. Um, Among that, uh, we attempted to go get faux yesterday because was it yesterday yesterday because i really wanted some faux and amber has never had faux i mean i took up a cup of noodle yeah it's like an ultimate hookup like people who don't like faux and are against faux just never had faux like what if they did have faux and they just don't like it oh well then they must have never had a ramen in their life oh my goodness because faux is great but we get in the Uber, y'all, to go get the foe. Mind you, I'm real mad because this man smells like he basically left his clothes in the washer <laughs> and then realized that he left his clothes in the washer and then just proceeded to put them in the dryer anyway. That's what he smelled like. <laughs> the mildew. And we freaking get in the Uber. Now... I'm not going to lie, y'all. My hair hasn't been done. You will see in videos. My hair has not been done. Hello. And we get in the fucking Uber. And the Uber guy, I have a low ponytail. Now, don't get me wrong. Before we left the house, Amber told me I, I was giving middle school. She was like, you're giving middle school teacher right now. I had, <laughs> I had them, like, vertical stripes and, like, horizontal stripes. Like, no, listen. <laughs> if you're going to wear a low ponytail, you need to part. I need a side part, sexy part. I need a middle part. And look, get your baby head together. Bianca just did a snatch back. Looking like somebody's substitute fucking teacher. Miss like Nelson is missing. <laughs> no, I was really looking fucking crazy or whatever. Well, the, the ponytail just wasn't, it wasn't my best work, okay? So, the Uber driver, while Amber's looking all fancy with her little tie-up shirt on and her little camouflage leggings, you know, giving young and hip. I was looking basic as shit. He had the audacity to ask if I was the mother. <laughs> Listen. He knew he had fucked up. Because me and Amber looked at each other like. 
He's I have never been out with Bianca and somebody. Add. They usually say, "Are you guys twins? Are you guys sisters?" This man said, "Are you the mother? What? It, do I look childish or do, do you I look, look? Oh, exactly." Amber quickly was like, "Oh no, we're a year apart." He said, "Oh, oh, 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 really? Oh my bad. I, I didn't mean it like that. No, you did, sir. You saw me with my low grade ponytail, and you assumed." That I was the mother. And I thought I was looking hip. What about your look was hip? Yesterday? You know the chunky sneakers with like the stripes one way and another way? No. Well, obviously not because I got called the mother. Substitute teacher. It was given substitute teacher. It was given. Y'all not going to play with me today. I was like the hip substitute teacher, I guess. But it was given mother, obviously. Well, he stunk anyway. So. Oh, my God. I was over it. Um, In other news... We have so much to talk about this week. So, y'all, buckle on the fuck up because it's a whole lot going on this week. So, um, we've been kind of covering the whole Meg Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez um, beef situation that's been happening. And if you don't know, I'm going to keep you abreast because that's what I do. I love y'all. Um, basically, Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, we don't know if they were a couple. They were dealing with each other. But somehow she got shot in the foot. And there are rumors on both sides that Tory Lanez did it. He's denying it. X, Y, and Z. In the midst of all of this, of him being relatively silent about everything, he basically dropped a whole album on... <laughs> basically dropped a whole album. I feel some type of way about it. I do too. I feel like he like, <coughs> well, people gonna talk anyway, so y'all gonna have to pay me because he mentioned that he missed out on 10 million behind the situation. So he like, if I could talk, y'all gonna pay me for it. Right. Which, I get that side of it, but I just feel like if he really does and cares for Meg as he's trying to say in his songs, because I refuse to stream it, but I heard clips through the shade room and he was basically saying he still loved her or whatever and still thinking about them that was very insensitive to do it that way i can see if he tried to put out a statement and then he put out right, some music later right. but you just straight put it out there. it just seemed a little insensitive it seemed insensitive and i feel bad because it's a little bit I don't want to say feminist because that's the wrong word, but, you know, a lot of singers notoriously make music after they break up. Taylor Swift, Mary J. Blige, Adele, Keisha Cole, you know, we love a Keisha Cole album after that bitch been heartbroken, you know what yes. I'm saying? But something about this just did not feel good. Same with you, I'm with you, I refuse to stream it, and... I've seen some knockdown, drag out arguments with people who are friends mm. because there are people who like women even who like listen to the album and was like, oh, this shit crank. Yeah. And like, oh, he's just getting out his feelings or whatever. And it's like, you get out your feelings after it's out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's out there. Like, Usher confessions dropped and we knew in the wake of it that it was coming because he fucked up you know what I'm saying so it was too soon the timing was terrible it just it, yeah I, I don't like how he went about that but I mean he, he said he missed out on a lot of money I get it make your money but it's just like dang what about dang. her feelings like 
All you sent her was a text, and then you just put out an album. A whole album. So now she gotta hear people knock to that or whatever. Like, oh yeah, this shit crank. Yeah, it's like slap and it's face. like her personal story or whatever. Now, if she came out with a whole song, they would probably say it was a diss track or something about what happened to her or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm just not gonna stream it. But I I I'm really not. I refuse. About, I, I can't say what happened. We weren't there, and of course. I guess until they go to court or whatever, we're not gonna know. But it's been just some real shady stuff with the friend unfollowing Megan. It's like what, what I, the hell? Well, everybody saying you know Meg probably lying. It's just like it's a whole lot going on, and I feel bad that we are even in this place where a woman's word just can't be taken at face value. But she didn't really exactly say that he did or did not do it. People just kind of. She did on her live. She was like, you shot me, nigga. Like, I mean, yeah, but, like, she didn't go into, like, detail. She didn't want to press charges and, right. you know, all of that or whatever. So, it's just real sticky. And I'm sorry, just like the Chris Brown and Rihanna thing when it happened, I wanted to know the story. Right. I want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm team Megan. And of course. That's just what it is. I mean, talk about that troll. I mean, I do like his music. That's the thing. I like his music, so like, nigga, you done fucked up. Like, bruh, I can't even bop to your shit the way that I really wanted to before. Like, uh, You know Temperature Rising is my song. Exactly. That's Uh, a nasty song. Oh my god. Much love and power to you, Meg. We stand with you. We stand, okay? Perk. I got my long nails so I can snap. Bianca is snapping these press-ons, y'all. We have to post Bianca's press-ons right now. First of all. She is snapping too hard. Third of all. One of them flinging my glass. I know, because, I mean, when they're fresh, you know, they're sturdy. But we'll see in two days. You feeling sturdy? (laughs) R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Um, (laughs) Now, of course, before we jump into um, this week's episode, which happens to be a cute little Q&A between Amber and I, just for y'all to get to know us and, you know, we're always, you know, coming with, you know, coming to y'all with new episodes every week and it would just be great for us to get to know each other because, like, I feel like we're friends. We are friends. I feel like... You know, y'all there for me, I'm there for you. Like, me and you, us never apart. Even though we have no clue who's really listening, but... It's funny, though, because I've been getting people hitting me up all day about, um, am I going to talk about the debate on the podcast? And, uh, yeah, there are a bunch of people. And more wine. Exactly. Of course I'm going to talk about the goddamn debate as I go grab more wine right now. Yeah, um... These uh, glasses are cute, Bianca, but a couple sits with these damn strawberries and it's taking up the damn glass. Yeah, it's giving, it's giving two snaps and you're Bianca done. Bianca has had me being a wino since I got over here. Pull it up, pull it up. Oh, gosh. Well, we were determined not to um have a drunk episode because... It's getting there. Unbeknownst to y'all several times... <laughs> They've been drunk episodes. So. Yes. And I'm like, did you listen to the episode? Was I sounding crazy? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. But before we get into the Q&A and all of that and the history of all of that, we got to talk about the debate. Whew. A lot to unpack there. Um, Last night was the first 
presidential debate of 2020, Biden, Trump, Trump, Biden. And as y'all all know, as of now, I mean, I'm pretty sure that this debate made world news. Not just local news, national news. I'm pretty sure it made global news. Trump basically showed his ass. Um, there were several times now. Don't get me wrong. I am Biden Harris all the way. I'm going to stand in line to vote. Fuck a paper ballot. You're not going to get all these mailed in votes early and try to claim yourself as the victor before we even get to stand in line and vote. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. But um, there were several times when Trump was way out of line. And uh, of course, we all know now because these points have been addressed several times all day today. He refused to condemn white supremacy. And the moderator, Chris Wallace, I believe is his name, you know, outright asked Trump, you know, like, condemn these white supremacists, condemn the racism and all of that. And the now infamous line, I would say, you know, he basically told the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by. Now people are saying who are defending Trump that this was a miss um a misstep in words that he meant to say stand down but you said exactly what you wanted to say you said stand Stand back and stand Stand by the hell you mean stand by okay because when I'm on stand by that means I know I'm gonna get on this flight but I got to stand by right right (laughs) no but for real because You basically gave the green light to all of these groups who now have this, you know, fuel under them that, like, you're supporting their bullshit. Mm -hmm. Crazy. That was number one. That was terrible. Number two, talking about Biden's son and his drug problem. How's that? You, first of all, you bringing up my children in general. That that's some ghetto shit. That that's one star. That's ghetto. That's like you haven't beef with somebody and they start talking about your mama like one star. Very ghetto. Do not recommend. Do not. You do not talk about nobody's son whether they was having um drug issues or any of that. And you knew Biden was bad because Biden kept his cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did tell the president of the free world to shut up. But <laughs> that's the least. That's the least he could do. He said, "Will you just shut up, man? I was fucking." dying but you he was pointing in his face like he was point, he was pissed it was bad. Biden was pissed I mean you brought up his child yeah like come on now that's all you got right it was terrible and then you know I've never seen that type of back and forth with um the moderator I mean, at times it felt like Trump was, you know, debating the moderator, which I've seen a lot of backlash on the moderator, Chris Wallace, I believe is his name. I got to make sure. Um, Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of backlash on him and people saying that he's the worst moderator ever. And I'm like, who do you put in that position to moderate a man who is dead set on talking over top of you, is dead set on disrespecting you, Mm -hmm. not respecting the space of the debate, you know, not adhering to rules. That is not how Trump operates. So I was like, you're dead wrong, bro. (laughs) And 
as far as Biden was concerned, I felt like he missed a lot of big opportunities to lay out a plan and say what he would do differently and how he would do things differently. You know, he, he spoke very vaguely and in a roundabout way saying, you know, uh, the funds, you know, I would, you know, make sure that the, the funds were there, you know, and the PPE and the equipment and everything for COVID. And you're not telling us what agencies are going to provide this money and where you think you should go for the money and, you know, what things will you set up in place? What programs, how, how, how are you going to get it done? Mm -hmm. And it was just a whole lot of, um, back and forth. You know, you did wrong. You're absolutely, that's a lie. Like, Let's get down to business. Yeah. How, are we, how are we doing? What's A, B, and C? One, Let's two, three. get Would down we... to business. <laughs> to defeat so the savage. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dead ass though. Yeah. Like, what, what, what's the plan? What, what is the plan? Know. We just know y'all don't like each other, basically. Exactly. There was no... Even... Um, Trump. He didn't even say anything that he had actually done for anybody. Now he, you know damn well he don't come with with nothing important. Yeah, he never. Mm-hmm. He was there to pick a fight. Yeah, he really was. And now <laughs> Joe Biden called Trump a clown. I was cracking up. I mean, hey, I I had to go back and YouTube other debates just to see if how was calm guy. yeah like i don't ever remember you know down to you know clinton and you know was that gore or whatever like there was never any like riffraff like that and you know people bringing up personal issues like it felt like reality tv this is not the motherfucking apprentice purred <laughs> Where the fuck Trump thought he was at on his TV show? Mm-hmm. No. It you was... know, Trump always wanted to be a star on TV. Exactly. Like, it... Um, among that, you know, I I saw today several uh, people on CNN and some other news ch- channels. They were basically saying that all of it, all they heard was Trump not condemn white supremacy. Bottom line. Bottom line. After they heard that, the rest of the debate was over for them. <laughs> like, hold on, hold it's on. Cancel. Cancel. This man looked you in your face and asked you, go ahead, do it right now. Condemn white supremacy. He couldn't even say the word. That's some dirty shit. Trump. My God. I mean, you couldn't even say white supremacist because he knew that them people that follow him and um respect him and vote for him are all of the racist and the biggest and these proud people and whatever the hell groups. He had the nerve to say that all of the negativity is coming from the left. And when he said that, it was just a total deflection. It was like a stomp in the face. It was it was ghetto. It was CNN came on TV and old oh girl, I, I, I forgot what her name was, looked right at the camera and said that I, I can't call it anything else but what it is that was a shit show mm-hmm. uh uh someone said it was like a dumpster fire <laughs> that's how bad 
the debate was. I have never in all my days. I know somewhere over in them countries that don't like us, like North Korea, they just shaking their motherfucking head. Laughing at us. I mean, the unmitigated call. Like, yeah. it, it's so much. I... I'm curious to see how the next debate is going to go. The next debate um, is a town hall style debate. Um, as y'all know, when the debates happen, they do switch up the form and how they operate each debate. So if you couldn't respect the moderator and the former vice president, I know damn well you about to talk over every town hall member. Regular people? Yeah. Oh, no. Trump ain't giving y'all shit. Still ain't getting no answers. No, he about to, he about to deflect. He about to call y'all all types of names. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to talk about his taxes. He's just terrible all the way around. Like, it's no way. If you vote for him, it's something seriously wrong with you. It is. That's the bottom line here is Brilliant. vote. Vote. Everyone, please vote. Even if you didn't watch it, even if you look at the clips, they're all horrible. Like, it's no reason. Even if you don't, you know, care about voting all that other stuff, just right. please. Just, <coughs> we can't have his ass around no longer. Even if you're in a state, I understand there are some people like in D.C. and Maryland, we are traditionally blue states. We always go blue. I totally get it. But we need to vote where we're blowing Trump out of the water where there is no gray area where he can say oh but by this margin of votes and these mail-in ballots I don't care how you do it please if you are eligible get out there and vote if you're not registered to vote you need to go ahead and be ready you can register to vote anywhere Facebook Instagram it pops up on every social media site so you don't really have any excuse exactly register to vote because it pops up every time I sign in, I swear. Which is super annoying at this point. It's super annoying. I've been registered to vote since I was 18. I am registered to vote. Facebook, leave me alone. And then, why can't there be, like, a button that says, like, I'm already registered? Right. Like, I get it. You know, rock the vote. Whatever. But, please, y'all, get out there and vote. Cheeto had then lost his motherfucking mind. Right. And he is a bigot, and he is not here for any of us. If you don't look like him, he do not give a damn about you. Biden was a little bit, um, he wasn't as aggressive about some things or whatever, and that's okay. He got another chance or whatever. He held his ground now. He held his ground. Woo, baby. Yeah, I, I had to sip some wine on that because there were people who couldn't even watch the debate. They, they they were just totally. Hey, guys, if you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, y'all, jumping right into the history of this week. You know, I love my history segment. Um, This week in history, in 1955, James Dean passed away. 
And um, James Dean was like, you know, this huge movie star, heartthrob. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of you don't know anything about James Dean except that uh, Beyonce said his name in the song and Rather Die Young. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah. I'm not big on Beyonce. Yeah, I'm not huge on her either. But um, yeah, James Dean passed away on this day in 1955. Also, um, today in history, Nat Turner was born in the year 1800. Nat Turner was um, a slave, basically, who... There's a book about him called The Confessions of Nat Turner that I have read and it's an amazing book. Basically about, you know, this group of black people in the South that revolted against all of the white people in the town and basically murdered a bunch of fucking people. And we're like, we're tired of it. He got all these people together and they was murdering police, people, everybody. They was just like, fuck that. And, um, when they locked him up someone basically came to talk to him and he just started like confessing like how he planned this out and you know it was it was a big thing it's a great great read the confessions of nat turner love that book um also on october 2nd this Upcoming week, October October 2nd, 1967, Thurgood Marshall was sworn in as the first black Supreme Court justice. And, of course, we've all heard Thurgood Marshall's name because he is the first black Supreme Court justice. And as we know with this whole fever around the um, death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, appointing a new Supreme Court justice has been all the rage and talk in, on the hill. So... It's a very high seat to have, and hopefully they do the right thing. <laughs> so, history for this week. Wrap it up. Put up with the drum. Put up. Anyway, jumping right on into this week, we're having a Q and A. Sticky, icky, icky. Yes, Q and A. I got this idea. Um, I actually got a few questions in the inbox and I was like let's do a little Q&A hey 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 and no I'm not the mother if that's what you're asking <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote down um some of the questions from the inbox and I wrote down some questions that I had myself and Amber and I actually wrote down our answers to be a bit more precise about what we're talking about with y'all because sometimes I feel like I'm rambling and I'm not like getting to the fucking point you know so Amber I'm gonna start with you I'm listening what is something that people misunderstand about you that I'm stuck up because of what I look like I guess I find that often especially my clients people come and see me and they'll write me and be like Oh, I love my results. I can't wait to come back. I was so nervous to meet you. And I'm just like, like, what in the world? Instagram famous or nothing? And they like, no, you know, well, I followed your your main page and I wasn't sure. Well, because you do, you take very glam photos. You're very glamorous. So. Well, I mean, it's so cliche, but it's like judging a book by its cover at this point. It's 2020. Like, I mean, I know you're a total goofball, but... Right. You know, uh, if I were to be looking at you 
and not know who you are, I would not get that vibe either. I'll be like, oh yeah, she's a pretty bitch. The, yeah, even this guy one time, um, like he like gave me a compliment or something. He was like, wow, you actually responded, and he was like, you know, you're actually cool. I thought you were like one of these insta insta famous girls. I'm like. I don't even let people follow me like that. I don't like, what you think? I'm one of them bitches that's trying to get flued out? Right. Like, <laughs> like you would think what? I'm spreading my butt cheeks on Instagram. No, you, you take very clear see pictures. Like, regular selfies and stuff. Like, I don't I don't see it. Maybe because it's me, but I guess that would be um, the main thing. People always say they yeah. didn't expect me to be down to earth based off what I look like. Yeah. So, stop judging the book by cover. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I would say... The one thing people misunderstand about me is that I'm so much more than, like, the party, crazy, funny, you know. I'm not always goofy, crazy. I mean, I am. I'm, I was about to say. <laughs> Man, you play all day. <laughs> no, I do. I love life, and I am the life of the party a lot of the times. But I'm so much more than that. I'm intelligent. I have a lot of layers to me. I like to watch westerns and black and white movies. I watch documentaries all day long when I'm at home. So, have you ever met someone, like, online or through someone, and they only saw the party side, and then when you get into conversations, they be like, you doing too much? Yeah, yeah. They don't expect me to be who I am, you know. They just, they don't expect the intelligence and the, you know, they just don't get that from me because I'm the turnip queen where's the drink right. pass me the hookah like right. you know but uh, that's probably the one thing that people do misunderstand about me but when they get underneath of that you know my wifey tells me all the time how smart I am you know <laughs> so she know what it is but it's like why do people have to um you know think like like why all the way left like that like oh she like to turn up she don't know shit exactly it's 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 that's the society that we live in today, unfortunately. That's the world that we live in where people just judge by the first thing that they see. And that's just... I mean, are people in college and they turned up? But, I mean, they got to college, so they got to be smart a little bit. I mean, I guess. I mean, I turned up all through college, so... We're not going to go there because that's like an episode of um, Never Have I Ever, so... Correct. Um. Okay, next question... If you could tell your 18-year-old self anything, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Stop procrastinating. Bitch, just do it. Stop that. Like, I am What was I doing when I was 18? With procrastinating. Like, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, if I want to go to hair school for sure, if I was trying to go to college. It was just a lot of procrastinating. And I took, like, a year off. Like, I didn't immediately jump into taking my classes for hair. Like, I think I took, like, a year off or something like you that. You did. You were in like transition now that I think about it. But just period. I procrastinate. Don't you have a problem with procrastinating? Absolutely. I'm a Pisces. That is disgusting. That's, I mean the I procrastination is I hate it so much, but definitely I feel like if I would have started when I was younger, not procrastinating, I wouldn't be so bad now because now I'm in my thirties like it's still trifling. Yeah. But definitely that would have helped me out. You work better under pressure though, don't you? I work yeah. better under pressure. Yeah. Um, I would probably tell my 18 year old self to take school more serious, um, to, you know, when I was 18, it was the same thing. I wasn't really, I took like, yeah, I took like a year off when I turned 18. I took like a year 
and some change off before I decided to go to art school. And then, you know, I went to art school and I just, I, I guess I had been so lax for so long. I wasn't really thinking about like, I took school serious and I got like good grades and stuff like that. But I just didn't, I, I could have done so much more while I was in school. Like I really could have excelled and soared. I could have done better in high school to where I could have gotten a you know, an academic scholarship or something like that. Like, you yeah. know, just taking shit a little bit more serious. And you hear all the time when you're in high school, like, oh, this is the rest of your life, da 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 But no, like, dead ass. <laughs> it's yeah. the rest of your life. <laughs> the fuck? Like I'm with you on that. I didn't really take high school that seriously either. Like I'm passing so I had a half a day schedule when I was a senior. I thought that was the epitome of goals. Like, <laughs> you got a half day? You leave at lunch? Right. We about to go to whose house? We was going to Chuck E. Cheese to get that pizza and turn <laughs> up. Like, right. period. But, yeah. Um. Okay. Next question. Let's see. I have a list of things. And I'm trying to Bianca. get it out there. Trust me out. Bianca always got some money putting their business out there. Right. Okay, this is a good one. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be? Okay. If I could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be? If I could have a billboard right now, because of the fuckery that's going on, my billboard, okay, two things in one. I'm making it happen. Boats. Right now. Fucking boats. And then follow me on Instagram and book your appointment <laughs> to get your body right and your booty looking fat. The billboard is going to say vote. Vote, vote, bitch, and vote come get laser and, light vote. Vote and come follow me, yes, book with me. And get get up one star. <laughs> um, oh, my God, Amber, I can't vote. What was your billboard say? My billboard, dead ass, would probably be promoting this podcast. And it would be like a dope ass high fashion editorial like you and I in like, you know, like some Tracy Ellis Ross type shit. Like glam, glam, glam or whatever. And just like, you know, Pumkash, listen to the show. <laughs> Not like, and I mean, that's just the thing that I think about because promoting yourself is big business. If I could have a billboard with us on it looking high fashion, you know, hashtag the tea with Queen B, somebody would want to know who the hell we was. <laughs> right. So, that's what I You ain't have to say Queen Gar style, because that's a coochie thing. <laughs> <laughs> mm, your billboard sound more classy than mine, because I'll probably have somebody's whole ass on there. Yeah. Like, vote. But that's going to get people's attention. Think it about would. it. If you saw a billboard, billboard that said vote. somebody's ass, and that said vote across, and then the small person on the side, it was like, you know, the motherfucking Ghana. You've got to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Get their attention. <coughs> oh Get God. their attention. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> anyway, next question is, what would be your ideal last meal? Like, you see, sidebar. Like, you see, like, in prison or whatever, like, people that, like, get the death penalty, they, like, get them their last meal. Like, they can have whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. On top of that or whatever, I noticed, like, so random, y'all. Just bear with me. I've been seeing all of these YouTubes of these lily white women or like, you know, people who clearly don't look like they've been in prison, like legit making prison hookups, prison burritos, um, noodle and a doodle, making prison cake, like straight up like a book of prison 
recipe. I've never seen that. What do you know about prison, ma'am? And how do you know what they have? It's a in book their... like the inmates put out of like what they make oh, while they're the in inmates. prison. Oh, okay. And I'm like, wait a minute, y'all in there making burritos out of bags of Doritos. Yes. Y'all putting Slim Jims in there as tacos, taco meat. You gotta work with what you got. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm curious because look, if I, you know, Lord forbid, ever have to go to prison. I'm gonna need that recipe book before I get there. <laughs> right. I don't need nobody to teach me nothing. They gonna be like, "Damn, how long you been down?" I'm gonna be like, "Shit, I just got here, but I'm, I'm ready. My commissary is ready. Okay, I got noodles for days, cuz like." Say less. Well, no, I know people in there that's that's eating good. I mean, they, I'm like, where do you get green peppers from? Right. I mean, where, where, sir? You, know you had salmon for dinner. I'm done. But if uh, I had a last a choice for a last meal, it would definitely be some steak. My last meal will be some steak. It would be like a wagyu steak, like the most expensive steak in the world, like. Wagyu is like $200 for like an 8 ounce, 6 ounce steak or whatever. I would have that. Of course, the macaroni and cheese, my mama's recipe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some Wagyu steak. And either I'm going to fuck the game up. I don't know if I care about eating vegetables because that's my <laughs> last meal. I mean, look at me. So, I don't know. I'm going to eat some cake or something like that. But some cake. definitely some steak. Okay, for my last meal, I'm a seafood lover, so Bianca's not big on seafood. She's talking about a steak. I don't really do it. My last meal, you need to give me like a stuffed lobster or something like that. Lobster with some crab meat up in there or something. And I want me Sounds accurate. some um Saute, oh, like a saute spinach. Oh, a cheddar biscuit. No, I need no, not the cheddar biscuit. You know that'd be a part of the appetizer. Oh, that'd be a part of the appetizer. Saute and spinach. then, um, like a loaded um sweet Ooh. potato. Mm. Bam, bitch! If I wanted uh outback, I should have just said that. You should have <laughs> said that. But wait, what do you put in a loaded sweet potato? Because in my mind, a loaded baked potato is like sour cream. And like cheese and all the stuff that that's doesn't for a regular load of baked potato. Sweet potato is that um butter with the um brown sugar. Like oh. if you ask for it loaded at Outback, they give it to you with the brown sugar and the. Oh, maybe we need to go to Outback. <laughs> I mean, I'm not big on sweet potatoes at all, but that's it's so like, good. We're so different in terms of not in terms of what we eat or whatever, but like you're just like so seafood. And me, I be like, where that filet McNon at? <laughs> <laughs> How do you like it? I love you, Jawana. I love you, Jawana. Man. Even though you are, man. Oh, my God. I got to watch Jawana, man. I watched it recently or whatever. I was dying laughing. Like, like we never seen it before. Never seen it before. Like, literally, it was so funny. I was like, this movie is so fucking slept on. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, what's your favorite drink? What's your favorite flavor? What's your favorite flavor? My favorite drink. I'm a lady. I like like sangria or something like that. I'm a wine drinker now. I don't really do like liquor. Yeah, I don't really do like liquor no more. It's kind of it's just like unnecessary. You know, I'm in the house. Maybe because I've just been in the house chilling. But if I'm feeling, you know. 
Like a grown Remember that man. night we went to um Zeba? What you was taking shots of that night? For, I don't even know. Fireball. Fireball and then like the Zeba tea, which was like tea with all these alcohols in it. I was twerking the next day. Won't be doing that again. But my other drink, um, if I want to drink some liquor, it's like um like a whiskey sidecar or a oh, Hennessy yeah. sidecar. So yeah. yeah. It's between like wine, um, okay, what's your favorite and whiskey sidecar. Your favorite wine. My favorite wine is probably um what do I like the most? A Moscato, I guess. Hey, you a Moscato hoe. I like pink Moscato with some squawberries. Amber is a Moscato hoe. We're drinking Moscato right now. I am not a Moscato person at all. I mean, I'm a drink it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm not I'm not big into uh, Moscato. I'm more a red wine drinker. But only with my food. For me, yeah. red is with food. Oh, well, that makes sense. I just like red in general. My favorite drink, I'm a little bit old school. I love Cavazier. Now, what's so funny about Cavazier, number one, it's hard to get. When you go to the club, ain't nobody got no goddamn Cavazier. That's number one. So I end up drinking like Doucet or like Henny or something, but my preference is Cavazier. Cavazier in cranberry with a splash of ginger ale, just like Big G do it from back, y'all. That's his <laughs> favorite drink. That's my motherfucking favorite drink, too. Hey, Big G! <laughs> But wait, remember, I don't know where I even got this from, but remember when I started drinking every bar I went to, I would ask for a fuzzy navel? Girl, yes. I asked yes. for a fuzzy navel everywhere. And it won't even that good. Like, it, it was, was like a, a milky. I went somewhere mm. and they served fuzzy navel. So ever since, and I was like, oh, what's this drink called? When they told me the name, every bar I went to, I would ask for every a Every bar. Navel. Every Fruity bar. ass, girly ass drink. And a couple places, like, what's that? What is that? Yeah. I was like, I don't know what's in it. You don't know how to make it? <laughs> Childish. Childish. That's how I was about Amaretto Sours. Excuse me. When I first started drinking, I was like, oh, yeah, let me get an Amaretto Sour. And then when I drink it, I'm like, where is the alcohol? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, right. But my favorite drink is for sure Cavazier, Cran, and like ginger ale, um, wine, red. Keep it cute. You feel me? Okay. This is a good one, Amber. What is one of your biggest pet peeves? Oh my god. I feel like I have so many pet peeves. Um my main pet peeve is probably repeating myself. I hate You're such a bitch. I hate when I have to repeat myself too many times. It's like you heard me. Like what the hell? I hate I get irritated by that time. I'm like, never mind. Like it doesn't matter like who it is like it doesn't it's matter work if you or... ask me more than twice I'm irritated. The second thing would be um, when people talk to me and um, the spit gathers on the side of their mouth. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me if when you speak it got the spit gather right here. Mm-mm. I don't like no cloudy mouth. <laughs> no, I hate that shit. Dismiss me real um, fucking quick. Oh my god. Ugh. Oh my god, I hate it. The last thing will probably be um, when people speak for me, like when they're in their feelings. I don't like that. It's like, I, I'm pretty blunt, so I feel like I tell you how I feel. So, when people um, are in their feelings, you know when they be like, oh, well, I guess you don't want to do this, or... And that's not what you said. Exactly. Don't, don't let your insecurities speak, speak for, for me. me. Yeah. I say that to people 
all the time. Oh, you must not mess with me like that. Or like you, you could say something me. and you just totally X out everything that I just said and just use your own translation of exactly what I just said, but that's not what the fuck I meant, bitch. And right. you know that's not what the fuck I meant. Like that irritates me really bad. It's happening a little too frequently for me. Yeah. So what about you? What's your pet peeve? Um I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all the ridiculous side of my pet peeve first. One of my biggest pet peeves is smelling like air freshener. What? Or having the air freshener fall rain on me. No. Bianca's weird as shit. No. Like, yeah. that's where you lost me. I do not want to be smelling like motherfucking cashmere wood. So, when you're spraying air freshener, it falls on your body, that's a problem for you? Yes. I do not. Like, when if somebody at my job come out and they smell like air freshener I know they was in there getting rained on by motherfucking air freshener I hate and the thing about it is like I I feel some type of way about the air freshener because like I mean am I just supposed to suffer in my own scent until after I leave out the bathroom because I'm not really here for that I'm spraying (laughs) while I'm in there and I'm moving because I don't want that shit falling on my damn legs. But the air freshener smells good. You don't think like your oil or your perfume is It's like dookie to me. Like (laughs) it's dookie. Like I know you (laughs) dookied some in or around where this air freshener was spraying. They got some air fresheners. They do. Like I used to love cashmere woods and now I automatically associate cashmere woods with dookie. Like it's like Poopery was made for me because something I can spray down in my toilet is where I need to live. Because <laughs> that's funny as hell. I, I did not know you had a pet peeve about air freshener. Amber, I hate to smell air freshener on another person. Like <laughs> you came out smelling like motherfucking powder fresh, and it just reeks of dookie to me. <laughs> like dookie on. Like I cannot fucking do it. That's that. Oh my god. That's the ridiculous side of me. Um, but one of my pet peeves, uh, my big pet peeves is for somebody to tell me that I'm lying when I am telling the truth. That's really annoying. Get the knife. Get salt the knife. knife. Salt that one bitch. Of, you know one eight hundred choke that hoe. I do a salty knife. I mean, I'm serious, dead up. Like if I am vehemently telling you the truth. And you dead ass telling me that I'm a fucking liar, bitch. <laughs> I have a motherfucking problem. Like, I'm, no. And it could be, I'm going to tell y'all this quick story. Like, I don't know if my aunts listen to this, um, but you won't hear it today. You heard it first. The Tea with Queen B. Hashtag. Um, when I was younger, I used to go over to my aunt's house all the time or whatever. And... Um, she was a little bit different back then or whatever. And, like, she just kind of, like, let me do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. You know, like, she would let me have company, all of that. All right, boom. Fast forward, I had invited a dude that I was messing with at the time, Gabe, over to the house. Was that supposed to be a secret just now? No. I'm just telling you. (laughs) So, we were sitting on the couch and... He had the blanket over me, and he was sitting up, and I was, like, laying in his lap or whatever, but my leg was up. So, my aunt accused me when he left and was saying, was you letting him touch you under those covers while your legs was all gapped open while... No. And I was like, 
bitch, what? I was like, ho, 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 bring it back to the bottom of the map. But wait a minute. I was like, what? She was like, were you letting him touch you underneath them covers? Because of the way that I was laying down or whatever. And I was like, no, like we're all sitting in the fucking living room watching TV or whatever. Yeah, the lights is out, but. I'm not that thirsty. For I mean, no but think about how it look. The lights is out. You got the covers on. You know how you're doing. You got the covers over. You like what you do in the movie theater. I mean, it's an easy assumption. But the thing is, when you told her no, she didn't believe you. Because mm-hmm. that's what this whole thing is about. Yes. So she ain't believe you. And I vehemently said, like, over and over and over and over again, no, I am not lying to you. Like, ask him if you want. No, I'm not letting no nigga touch me. My cootie cat while I'm sitting on the goddamn couch with my people's chair. Right. Other like, people there. I didn't know nothing about this. Girl, it made me so fucking mad or whatever. Like. I never knew. Oh, my God. It pissed me off so bad. Not not Auntie Kim. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I was just like, yo, I can't even believe that Slim accused me of that. Like. It, I felt like my integrity had been damaged at right. that point because it's like that was so gross to me that I even got accused of that. But I was like, whatever. But yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, I ain't no lie, I ain't got no reason to lie to you, Greg. Anyway, um, what was your favorite age growing up? Even though I was in your life, so it was all great. The age. I don't know, probably like 13. 13 because... What grade are you in at 13, 8th? I was finally a teacher. 8th grade was lit for me. I mean, I had me a fly boyfriend. I was living my best life. I was... (laughs) (laughs) Who was your boyfriend in 8th grade? Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna say names right now. Oh my god! Okay, I'll ask I you. I had me a little boyfriend. She said he was fly. I was like, oh, <laughs> she is a hater. Listen, cause I knew how to pick a back there. I don't know how I really pick them now. We'll get into that later. <sighs> but um, also I had switched schools, and so I went from um. So. I was a new girl at Bridge Cheney, and I kind of liked the new girl because all the niggas was on me. They all wanted to know who I was. You know, I was like, uh-oh, let me take my pick. Were you scared to people. go to school that I day? I was so scared to go to school because... I would love to remember what you wore your first day. I don't was, remember, um, but all oh eyes God. was on me. Everybody wants to know where I came from, what's going on, all, all the different niggas I'm hearing. is, And then I'm already getting into with females because they talk about their dudes looking at me. Mind you, I was still really shy back then. Bitch, so first of all, we're talking about eighth grade right now. <laughs> yes, I was really shy. And so when I was a new student, I was like, oh my goodness. Because you've never had to be the new student right. ever. Yeah, and then I was going to school without you until, you know, I was, y'all, we was always in school together because we're mm-hmm. one year behind the other. So I'm going to this new school and it's, they've already started the school year. So. Uh, it was crazy. It was lit though. When I got to know people, I was like, okay, I get to start over new friends. Did you feel like you were the queen of the school? Of course. <laughs> they didn't like me. A lot of girls didn't like me there until they got to know me. Again, the, the whole misunderstanding. Yes. Why was that bitch? 
it was lit. So it would have to be all um, thirteen, like I said. What about you? My favorite age growing up. I'm trying to think. Um, I, I, damn, I might have to say eighth grade. Because I, I think about it, I did have really good high school years, but eighth grade probably was lit for me because I had an actual clique. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in eighth grade, I had a group of girls that I was with who we sat at the same table every day at lunch. We had assigned seating. We all went to City Place Mall on Friday, Saturday nights. That's when eighth grade is when my mom like first let me start riding the bus by myself and you know letting me go to the mall by myself and stuff like that because mama didn't play that okay but yeah probably eighth grade right before you know we all disbanded and went to other you know high schools because my 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 little crew essentially broke up it was probably probably like I would say a good strong seven or eight girls who was just hung really tough or whatever, but those never work out. Yeah, but I mean it was very clicky, and I'm pretty sure that there were you know a lot of girls who wanted to be a part of you know said click, but it was the probably the first and only time in my life that I had had like this defined group of friends and like those was my girls because I didn't have that in high school I know a lot of people did I know some high school cliques who are still clicked up even now so um I never had that I, I didn't miss out on that but I never had that but middle school also for me eighth grade I really dressed you know so crazy I was really expressing myself I was out there I didn't care what anybody had to say about me so I concur. Eighth grade. That was when I had my first boyfriend. When I first, you know, like actually hit like French kiss somebody. You had your first boyfriend in eighth grade? My first boyfriend, my first real boyfriend was Todd Bell in seventh grade. I think mine was Warren. Hi, Warren. Hey. Um, That was like fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. But fifth grade. Oh, nobody, fresh. nobody liked me in middle, in, in elementary school. Nobody like had like a crush on me or like. I was just still the fat, little, chubby, weird girl. My, I hadn't grown into my teeth, so I'm not sure how people had a crush on me. And my glasses was always crooked. Yes, they were. I mean, you literally lived in a crooked frame. I mean, because I didn't wear the thick plastic ones like I do now. I was wearing the wire motherfuckers that wasn't. Y'all should see. Right. I wish that we were live so I could cut to like a picture of Amber in middle school Maybe with the we'll wire frames. One. Yes, oh, no. we should. Um. What's the best way to spend a day off? If you have a day off from work to do whatever you want to do, what's the best way to spend a day off? The best day, first of all, I'm not a morning person, so um, the best day for me would probably be sleeping in, some wine, a J, you know, um, maybe a little girl get together, I don't know. Um... Either online shopping or go out for a little shopping. And I like to get cute because at my job, which um, I haven't been to in uh, four or five months, six months now. I have to wear a uniform. So, you know, when I can dress up and be sexy, yeah. maybe a hot date or maybe going out with my girlfriends, go somewhere, dress real cute. Yeah. You know, have some, you know, food makes me happy. Yeah. Go out, have some margaritas, some good food. Getting fly, you know what I'm saying? That's how I like 
My ideal day off, it depends. If I'm with my boo, my ideal day off is most likely in bed. I love being in bed with her. And the just, entire day? Literally, we can be in bed the entire day. And the only thing we do is just eat snacks, smoke, <laughs> watch you know, shit on TV, might even get a little sex in, like, oh, just a day. Oh, of, I had that in. Just a, a, a chill, you know, day or whatever. Now, when I'm by myself on a day off, I love to shop by myself. Mm-hmm. I love to shop by myself, whether it be thrifting or whatever. I even like to go out and have me a drink by myself and just get fresh and I, I don't have any problem with being by myself or whatever. Um, But that's your ideal day to be by yourself all day? Cause I'm all alone. See, I just gave myself the first part of the day by myself. A little Jay, little wild, sleep in, and then, like I said, a little hot date or something. Cause I want to be. Cute. But I don't really have those like that. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I just. I live a simpler life now. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I live a simpler life now, and I would probably like to get out a little bit more. I, I wish I had that girlfriend kind. Of, I mean, I'm we should have went to Burton's today. Maybe we'll go to Outback tomorrow. I don't know. But I, I usually end up with you. And, you know, if I'm, you know, going to have hookah and sushi and I'm fly with my bitch, like, I'm having a good day. A little yeah. shopperoonie, you know what I'm so saying? So our days are pretty similar. So my husband tried to holler at me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, boost my confidence a little bit. Like, I'm with that. Give me lit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Okay. What is one thing that instantly makes you feel better? Food. I thought you was going to say fresh nails. Oh, um, mm. um, that too. Nails, lashes, or fresh color. Y'all know I live for color, so I just did my hair red. Is it cute, y'all? Yeah. Um, I, like I guess you're right. Something um, new, a new cut, a new color. Yeah. Like, something new. Yeah, fresh set. Especially if my nails was looking real bad. That makes me feel good, but, um... I get hangry, and I don't realize until after I eat, which I think is um, most females. So, yeah. 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 Shopping. Also, when I see that um, my um, the, uh, purchase is on the way. Oh, yeah. That makes my day better instantly. Or, like, when you get something that, or, like, when something comes early and you weren't expecting it, and you're like, oh, my package came. Yay. Exactly. <laughs> also, my dog. She makes me feel better all the time. Oh. I'm going to get a dog soon. Mm. Um, What instantly makes me feel better? I would definitely say a nice haul. Like, if I went to the thrift store or, you know, just went shopping that day and I got some stuff that, because I don't try nothing on. If I get home and all my shit fits good, looks good, like, I'm happy. Like, I'm waiting to try some stuff on. Where am I going in this? That just instantly makes me feel fresh um what is your ideal birthday my ideal birthday somewhere on the island somewhere can i get some white beach um you know sand and blue waters i don't care if i boo my friends it'd be nice with a combination yeah if i had a boo there or something like that somewhere where um they do performances at night so i can get on the stage and perform something. You know it's my dream. You didn't even want to do karaoke with me in South Carolina when they had the little karaoke up on stage. We could have did Brandy, best friend. 
See, all that that you're doing, I wasn't going to be able to do because I was talking on one knee. Oh, yeah, your knee was That was the last day of the vacation, and I was fucked up. So, I need to redeem myself. So, a nice little island somewhere, beach, some couple friends, a boo, making a a vacation at the same time. Um, Yeah, that's all I need right there. My ideal birthday would be something that somebody planned for me. Surprised me. Oh, isn't that cute? My so, I, yeah. My ideal birthday would be something that I had no idea about. Like, my ideal birthday would be like, come home, my bags is packed, ticket is on my bag, and a nigga is telling me, are you ready to go? That's cute. Like, that's my so idea. So, you like bit. surprises. Yes. It wouldn't even have to be somewhere luxurious. You could be taking me on the motherfucking bus to New York. But, my bags is packed. Or you tell me we can shop when we get there. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. Just put a ring on it, okay? Like. That's surprise. Just to be surprised. Like, I'm, I really like, like, friends who go out of their way to, like, make each even we could be better at like how we celebrate each other's birthdays or whatever we are kind of lazy when it comes we're so lazy like we we celebrate together but it's not like oh i'm going all out we're making plans it's our birthday or whatever next year yeah like we could be so much we're only a week apart y'all exactly so we always celebrate our birthdays together right sidebar um when we're talking about birthdays like i said i think i said this last week these new age kids are getting beside themselves. Like, I had a birthday party at McDonald's. Y'all having brunches and Seriously. going out of town. And y'all just do a little bit too much for me. Right. Okay. Um, Two more questions. I think we, we should wrap it up. Um, What's your most prized possession? My dog. Yeah, Missy's usually barking in every episode, so the fact that she's just asleep in your arms right now, I, I don't know what part of the game this is, because she's usually barking some shit down. I mean, people, I mean, my daughter, people usually say their kids, anyway, this is my child, I don't have any other prize possessions, fuck it. If there was a fire in my house, I don't give a damn about nothing in there, I'm picking, my, I'm picking up little Toto, and we out. <laughs> my most prized possession... I would probably say this necklace. I thought you were going to pick Kushi. Go ahead. You're so stupid. And only because it was a surprise. It was something that I saw that You really I, like a surprise. I really love a surprise. I, mean, I should it, surprise you more. I didn't know it, you were into surprises like that. I bitch, a surprise will have me feel like, oh my God, I'm important. Oh my God. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm totally into surprises. So, I was, you know, basically like in the mall with Bay or whatever. And we had like walk past this um, necklace. And I told her how much I really liked it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But we wasn't like really planning to make like a larger purchase that day or whatever. So when I came home or whatever, no, right? She's such a fucking Pisces. Can't hold water. Like if I'm surprising you, I need to tell you. Like cannot hold water. So before we even left the mall or whatever, she was like, I got something to show you. And I was like, what? Baby girl bust this motherfucking chain out the box. I was Did you like, cry? No, I didn't cry. You, you know, bitch. I'm a thug. I don't fucking cry, bitch. I'm the um, thug. I'm a dramatic fan. I am dramatic, but I'm not a crier. Mm-mm. Okay. No. So, 
I was like, oh my god! I was just like so like I've been wanting to change something I can wear every day. I love the uh, you know, ice me out, you know what I'm saying, you know. So it was it was something that was just so special to me, and I don't really have a lot of prized possessions. I mean, I have my home. Thank God for that. <laughs> okay, what is? Let's see. Let's. See, I'm gonna do some more. Um, oh, that was a little flip. I love it. No, what? That wasn't. It's hustling in my hand. You cannot stop. That's a little flip, wasn't it? No, what's it? What's his name? The twins, the dark skinned ones from the hood. Y'all don't know about this, so if you feel me, throw your bows up. The dark skin guy? Try to stand up, shop, but close up. And I'm the cameraman, I got more than frozen cups. I got you chopped outside with these and roll ups. Hey, what's that for your Um, we think about songs that go, that yeah, way. all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, a good question is what makes you feel inspired? Hmm. What makes me feel inspired? I would say, besides my friends and family, um, what makes me feel inspired is probably the people that see bigger even when I don't. Like, when I'm overworking or don't feel like being bothered with people or I want to give up on something, you never really know who's watching you. Like, it's some, like, randomly someone will be like, you know, like a client will be like, you know, I've been watching you grow and you went from doing this to that. Now you're doing this. And for people to be like, you know, I see you're accomplishing things. You're doing better. Like, you know, I could see you having this and that. It's like, dang, you think all of that about me? It's always somebody watching. Yeah. yeah. So that is probably, um, besides all the positive people, I like to be positive people around me, not people you know, that don't have much going on or always If you're the smartest person in the room, you need better friends. Yeah. So, all the positive people around me really help me, especially the days when I don't feel like doing what I'm doing anymore. But besides that, it's really for me the people that I didn't even realize was watching. Right. Not the, you know your family's there to support you. You know that they want the best for you. You know they're proud of you. But random people telling you, like, keep doing what you do. Right. It's lit. Right. That's a good one. What makes me feel inspired? Um. Dang. That's a good question. Uh, what makes me feel inspired? I think just completing a task. Like, you know, putting my mind to something and completing it like I'm inspired by this podcast because it's something that I said that I wanted for so long and was like oh I need to do it I need to do it and then like I just didn't do it and then I did it and I've accomplished it and that inspires me to go on to do the next thing like Mm -hmm. my procrastination didn't hold me back from being successful in this space and that's really hard for me too procrastination is you know, my I do work well under pressure, but procrastination for me is something that's really, really, really tough or whatever. So, you know, just completing something, starting something, and making it to the end inspires me to do the next thing. Yeah. So, um, that's why I'm doing this show because I want to do the comedy. I want to step it up to the next level. I want to be bigger and better for 
all of y'all, all the people who believe in me as well. I mean, yeah, I'm sure people believe in me. I don't hear it as much as I probably would like to hear it, but... You know, I, I'm, I am inspired by this show to just do bigger things, just to do more, just to, you know, jump out there in the comedy and, you know, maybe be on TV. Maybe I feel like I have that personality to, you know, host something or, you know, just do something. That was fun. I feel, we like, have a high, I feel like we could do that all day. We really could. Like, there's so much that we didn't even touch on as questions that I didn't even ask. You know, just to, like, get to... No, I mean, I don't know. There are loyal people who listen to us every week. And y'all don't get to see what we look like all the time because we're not live. So, I thought it was only right to invite in the folks. And please, like I tell y'all again, every episode, right into the show. We're actually about to launch the Instagram. Um, I know I've been a little bit late <laughs> hence the procrastination talk we just had yes, but man. um yeah we're, we're putting out an instagram soon you know just so y'all have better access to us and can leave us messages and everything but y'all can always email us queen bt podcast at gmail.com that's queen the letter b t-e-a podcast at gmail.com i'm always looking for listener letters or, like, advice or, you know, if y'all have questions, like, the you know, some of the Q&A or whatever, please come talk to me in the inbox. You know we're mobile. We always have our phones. So, of course, I'm going to communicate with the goddess about, you know, what was dropped in the inbox. So, we're always available to y'all. Like I said, I feel like we're friends and, you know, we can do that. Thanks. So, yes. Before we wrap up the show, y'all know that we like to highlight a business. I always say black business, but I realize that I don't want to limit myself to just people of color because I have friends, you know, of all different, you know, races and all of that. And just in business in general, if you have, you know, someone that's really on their grind, even if they provide a service, I don't care if you're a fitness guru, um, you make food, you you sell CMOS, you are a motivational speaker, you're a relationship coach. I don't care what you do. If you want to promote your business, we are here. Fair exchange is no robbery. I'm always here. So this week's business is a mobile dog grooming service or pet grooming service in general. Dogs and cats. It is called Diamond Paws Mobile. D-I-A-M-O-N-D. Like D to the A to the A to the M. So we have a song for everything. (laughs) Diamond Paws Mobile on Instagram. Um, have you used her in Yeah, so I love her so much. Um, this lovely young lady named Michaela. Um, who has really worked hard to get her a nice, um, little mobile service going on here. She will pull up on you. Her prices are reasonable. A lot of times she has little codes you can use. She's so good with Missy. I have had some nightmares getting my baby groomed and, um, just being overpriced these people but you know she she'll pull up right she does a good job i have had my my dog sitting at the groomer for four or five hours and she's still not done and i don't even really like the job she takes like an hour max 
and she does exactly what I asked her to do. I know if you've had a pet, if you've been to Petco, they have butchered your dog before, but she listens. She does exactly what you ask her to do. Reasonably priced. You don't have to do nothing. Just bring your dog right outside, right in your driveway, your parking lot or whatever. She takes care of it. Um, like I said, she does dogs and cats. Reasonably priced. And she has excellent customer service. Diamond Paws Mobile, y'all. Diamond Paws Mobile. And I know that, you know, uh, with a lot of uh, pet mommies and daddies, it can be really hard to find a good groomer that you trust and that's reliable and, like you said, not um, terribly overpriced. So, y'all make sure y'all hit her up for all y'all grooming needs. Again, I'm like I said, I w- I love that. Let's highlight all the businesses. We can have whatever we want. I don't care what you have, what your business or your service is. We are here to help and serve each other. You feel me? So, I guess that's it. That is it. It was fun, guys. Thanks for listening. Yes, make sure that y'all um follow both of us. Um, I know I don't ever really be dropping my Instagram. I don't know why that is. Because my- behind Facebook. Can we get Bianca on Instagram? Because I'm an old she lady. She's an old lady. I really Talk am. To people on Facebook. I really am. But my Instagram is be the great. <laughs> B T H A G R the number eight. Like I said, Queen BT podcast Instagram is coming soon. But we're gonna drop some. Um. Ooh, I like this look. We're gonna drop some. Uh, what do you call that? Little clips and pics and all of that for this week's episode so y'all make sure y'all follow myself or amber the motherfucking goddess t-h-e-e-m-f goddess mm-hmm. oh this look like michael jackson when he was in that video oh i like this okay y'all i'm getting out of y'all hair we love y'all okay bye, bye.